At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to keep you moving. With a full range of services from oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more, we've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Visit JiffyLube.com to find a service center near you. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. Jerry Eddington is my guest, and Jerry has been on our spiritual journey since... 1998, but Jerry is a soul success coach, educator, mediator, energy healer, facilitator facilitator of change, online trainer, JV partner, and and is and she is my guest. Uh, and the trip to Sedona occurred in eight, uh, after 18 months of personal grief filled with. With filled with grief, her sister Rose had some challenges and was diagnosed with leukemia. And what I really want to get into is Jerry is a angel channel reader, theta healer, world with world relations practitioner with a theta and uh, oh, there's lots of theta healing, but. And without any further ado, I'm just going to bring Jerry on so we can let her tell you about her energy connections to transforming limiting beliefs. And Jerry, what is the limiting beliefs? Ain't that kind of whatever? Isn't that what everybody lives? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, Robert, for inviting me on this evening. I'm very happy to spend this time with you. And limiting beliefs. A lot of times, Robert, we don't really realize that we have them. It just becomes part of our experience, and it keeps us stuck. And that's very true because the sublimiting beliefs are nothing more than a memory of something that didn't go your way, isn't it? That's yes, and it can also. But a lot of times, it's actually subconscious patterns you know, that's happened in early childhood or even previous to that. And and we get accustomed to having those limiting beliefs because we're safe. They keep us safe. And and we and again it's a lot of times unconscious. We don't even realize we're having these beliefs. And and you know that's very true. But here's something, Jerry, that I've really expanded into and I'll get your let you open and expand the listener's mind. We actually live them limiting beliefs, and they're actually in great childhood or previous lives. We live them without even realizing it, and then the school system in our daily life embellishes the limiting beliefs. Do you feel that? I have, and, and yes, that's absolutely true. And part, and, and part of that is sometimes by design, and that's actually my own personal experience as a child in the school system that I later worked for. I I was in a, not a poverty area, but a low-income area at that time. And at that time, the things that we were being taught in the schools, we were being taught how to be good employees, not good bosses, but how to be good employees. We were groomed to have, you know, certain skills and activities that when we went out to the world, you know, we would be employees. It wasn't people in my neighborhood didn't like groom us to be educators or bosses. 
And I didn't know that until I became an educator in the same in the same community I grew up in. You know, that couldn't have been any better said than that. We are groomed to be sheeple, the way I call it, but we're really groomed to fit in to, don't you think, more of the corporate way of life than our own innovative way? At times, yes. But one of the, my second year teaching, someone did me a great favor, and I really didn't realize it at the time. One day she pulled me aside and she said, you know, Jerry, you're not supposed to be here. And I said, what do you mean I'm not supposed to be here? She says, well, people in this neighborhood, they don't graduate high school, much less go into college and come back and teach. And that was a gift to me and because I used that experience as I became more involved in the school system. And when parents would come to me and say, what do you expect? We're from this neighborhood. I would raise my hand as high as I could, and I would say, I expect you to achieve however far you want to go. It doesn't matter where you start. If you have a mindset that you can change it, you can change your destiny. So that was a huge gift for me that I didn't realize at the time. You know, you just hit on something. How do people, you know, the lower, any place, the wealthy, the affluent areas, the inner cities, how do we live down to the surroundings, do you feel, or up to them, whatever it is? Well, I think because of my experiences of, of not really knowing that people look down upon me because of the area I came from, once I realized that, then I, I really made a connection with the kids that I was working with, and I really wanted to make a difference in their lives that it doesn't matter and that if you have somebody who believes in you and someone who mentors you and someone that's willing to give you a push, you know, in the right direction, you can move mountains, literally. And, again, I I was doing that and didn't realize it because I, I just knew that I was supposed to be a teacher ever since I was a little girl. And no one told me that I wasn't supposed to do that. I just made that decision. Now, I took a few detours on my path to get there, but I got there. And, and the thing that's so cool, Robert, I just reconnected with several of my former students that I literally had 30 years ago on Facebook. And it's been such a cool thing to just see where they are in their lives, knowing that I had a part of that experience with them back in middle school. Well, that's got to be neat. I'm on Dr. on Jerry. Uh, on Jerry's website, and the website is www.drjerry. It's really drjerryediting.com, and that's E-D-D-I-N-G-T-O-N.com. Now, Jerry, if somebody was choosing to expand their life and they come across your website, what is some of the insight and life-expanding experiences would they encounter with you? I have helped people that have challenges with depression. I've helped people that have had challenges with bringing up teenagers, um, marriage difficulties, financial difficulties, because the reality is once I make the connection with the person, which I love the, the, the title of my business, Energy Connections, because I really do believe that I connect with people's energy. And once we can make those connections, 
and I do a lot of connecting with data and can really hone in on what limiting beliefs are keeping them back. I, I can literally have a conversation, Robert, like we're having, and just ask me to tell them some, some things that are going on. And by the time we have a short conversation, I usually got 10 or 15 limiting beliefs that come up that I can literally identify and, and remove from them energetically, and sometimes more come up after that. But just having that connection and just talking to them, you know, for a small amount of time, I can usually figure out what, what's needed and go from there. Is it everything in life comes down to listening with an ear to yes. expand? Absolutely. And, and I think it comes down to listening, and I think it also comes down to whether we choose to be fearful or whether we choose love. Because what happens, a lot of times we are afraid to let go of the things that we're comfortable with. And the reality is, if we're willing to walk through that fear and willing to walk through that, then we can, you know, live a life of more consciousness expansion that we were meant to live. And, you know, you just said something there, meant to live. How are we meant to be entrepreneurs and more free spirit than we are in the world today, do you feel? For me, it was, it, that's an interesting question because it, I really got a, a strong answer to that question last summer. I, when I finished my education world of, of 30 years in inner city, Columbus, Ohio, I decided that I wanted to have a small energy healing practice. And I was okay with that. I live in an active adult community, and I thought, okay, I'll have a little, you know, energy practice on the side. But last summer, things really shifted for me. I took a soul coaching class and became a certified soul coach. And I knew that I was ignoring my soul's calling for me to take my message bigger because I thought 30 years in an inner city environment was big enough. But my soul literally got my attention and said, okay, Jerry, you've been playing small for these last few years. You need to go bigger. And I believe that if we connect with our true soul's calling and that we share those gifts with people in the world, I believe that we could, you know, be rewarded financially for that as well. And you know, it's a win-win. Finances, money, isn't that, isn't that the energy of wisdom, innovation, talent you put forth into the world? Absolutely. And, and, and the whole, and, and I mean, a lot of people that I've met, a lot of clients that I've worked with, do have a lot of limiting beliefs around money. And that's one of the areas that I've spent time on is helping remove some of those limiting beliefs so they can go out and do what they're called to do. Because the reality is, if you're doing work and you're not really loving your work that you're doing, then you're not sharing your gifts with the world. You're not doing what you're meant to do. How is money the most innocent thing for everything it's blamed for? I'm not sure. It's... I, I, I just I look at it as just another exchange of energy, and I and for whatever reason we we give so much power and force over to it. When in the reality, if we would just embrace our beliefs and let go of our beliefs, the money would flow, which is the most 
it's so ironic that people just hold on to these beliefs, I've got to do this or this is not going to happen. And that's back to the fear stuff. They're afraid of letting go of things. Uh, Jerry, expand people. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's really hard to move forward when you're holding on to stuff that you don't want to let go on. It's hard to move yourself forward into what you're supposed to do when you're still kind of dragging your past behind you. And uh, also, uh, that's very true, but money is just energy, and that's all it is. It, exactly. But exactly. would you enlighten people about what a soul success coach is and how it expands their life? Soul coaching, the main aim of soul coaching is to align your inner spiritual life with your outer life and for example to clear away the middle the mental clutter your emotional clutter so you can literally hear messages from within inside your soul it's a little bit different than life coaching because life coaching is more an attainment of a goal where it's soul coaching it's really creating the environment and the experience for you to really get connected with your soul. And soul coaching that I ha- I do soul coaching sessions, but I also have a 28-day soul coaching program. That's phenomenal. And and it's basically, it's, it's designed around the elements of air, water, fire, and earth. And, and you have activities every day. And this is how much you want to participate in the activity. And and this is all modeled after Denise Lynn's work, and I I facilitate the process for people to go through this journey. And, and that is it. But you know something that really, if people realize they're a hundred percent responsible for their words, their actions, no matter what anybody else does, how does that take the angst? out of life and put it more, actually accepting more responsibility and lighten your internal operations. Well, if I understand what you're saying, are we are we saying that taking responsibility for listening to the messages that we know we should do? Is that what you're talking about? Or will no, we I mean, ignoring them? every action, everything you put forth, you're 100% responsible for, and that really frees up the inner, the inner, the internal, all the internal things that go on. How do you feel that really also will allow people to take responsibility and move forward and release some of the stuff they're afraid to let go of? Okay. Yes, I I do hear that, and and part of it again is there they. Just through the process of the soul coaching and the interaction, just supporting people, just taking small steps moving forward. What happens, Robert, is they get stuck, and and they keep thinking the same thoughts. And and what happens is is they keep thinking the same thoughts. They're going to keep getting more of the same thing. And they have to shift their perspective, and they have to shift just a little bit to start to break out of that stuckness. They can do that 
huge shifts can happen. And honestly, with this soul coaching program, just putting the intention out into the universe that you're ready to do something different actually will start making small changes in your life. Yeah, and you also said a facilitator of change. Explain to people what that is. When I talk about facilitating change, I talk about some of the things we've already talked about is seeing where people are with their limiting beliefs, giving them a different perspective on how to look at things, and help. And I'm the facilitator of the process. Anything that I'm doing, any of the healing work, any of the energy work that I'm doing, I'm a facilitator of that. The, the energy and the healing is coming through me, not from me. And that's a big difference. And so, you know, I can give people all the information in the world, and I can give them all the messages that I'm receiving. But the reality is, if they don't do any action to change it, nothing's going to change. Isn't that the true deal? And see... Uh, and when people choose to start expanding through life and letting go of their limiting beliefs, what is, you don't even have to be in the room. You feel it right over the phone, don't you? Or, or the Skype oh, whatever you use. Absolutely. And, and the reality is, and what, I, what I've learned in all of this too, is that it really does boil down to love or fear. So if I can hold space and unconditionally love someone and supporting them, because I will be with you every step of the way, whether it's on the phone, in person, Skype, or whatever. I can be there every step of the way, but I can't make you take the steps. But I can support you as you do. And, you know, when you... And when people start having that first breakthrough... They're hard to, they never quit wanting the next breakthrough, do they? Correct. And, and, and that's, and that's kind of ironic because that's kind of what happened to me last summer. And it was so funny because I really was planning on just having a nice retirement life and, and having some clients, and, and it was all good. I just, I kept ignoring the message about, Jerry, you got to quit hiding your light. Jerry, you need to go shine brighter. And, and now it's been a year since I've been on this part of the journey, and it's just like I started it yesterday because time is flying because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and it's like time has stopped. And I and I turn around and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's June 2014. Where has the year gone? Because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and it and and I can't wait to do the next part of what I'm supposed to be doing. And some things I know, some I don't. That haven't been revealed yet. Well, that's the thing. Life is a journey of the unknown, and we were we're afraid to admit that. And I don't disagree with that. But if you're in that space, Robert, of just allowing, just allowing what comes up, and and you know that that doesn't mean that you're going to do everything you you think you're supposed to do right now. Some of it takes a little bit more time. But just acknowledging, okay, I need to go the next step on my wherever my journey's taking me, and I'm okay with that. Being open to whatever you're supposed to do, because if you're really in tune with your soul and you're really in tune with what you're supposed to do, then you, 
those messages become louder and they become clearer. It's mostly the clearer, the louder, and all that. But you know, the something I've understand the the map to expand your life is in front of you every day when you quit looking at it in a limiting way. Exactly. Exactly. And and the other thing is, people have to remember that our words have energy, and they and when we say some of these negative things out loud about whatever the situation is, that's what keeps us stuck. And we have to, you know, anytime we put doubt in there, it negates what we're asking for. And, and like, that's part of the, the issue that some people have when they're, they're ready to make some changes. They, they need some help along the way. And because, you know, we're talking, some people have been dealing with these limited beliefs, not only this lifetime, but previous lifetimes too. Well, we've actually been dealing with limiting beliefs since the beginning of time. Exactly. And some of them have been ingrained in our DNA that keep us stuck until we're ready to do something differently. Well, yeah, and you just hit on something. It's the DNA, the cells, and the body is where this all begins. Do you feel that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And see, that's see. There's too many people living in their heads and not in their in their core apparatus to expand their life. And part of that is because it's comfortable, and that's what they know. Even if they're in a bad situation hey, it's better to deal with the devil I know than the devil I don't know. And the reality is that's why it's nice to have people do help facilitate the process with you. And and, and when it's drjerryeddington.com, and you can go read all about Dr. Jerry here, but I got something for you. I want to know more about this. Energy Connection LLC presents Toe Reading. Soul Coach, S-O-L-E, Soul Coach. Tell people what yes. that's all about. Spend their wisdom about that. Well, what is so cool, that was actually one of the first energy classes that I took when I retired to Arizona. And basically, we have all of these messages of our body, of our life, right in the toes of our feet. And every... Um, Every message that we have, I mean, I can I can literally look at people's toes and can tell a lot about what's going on by the light just by the the way their toes are in the the direction they're going, if they're curled under, curled back, or whatever. And it's it's just a really cool thing. And I. It, I don't even have to know anything about you. I just have to see a picture of your toes, and I and I can tell a lot about you. And and it's so cool because I've done cold toe readings. I mean, lots of times in person, but I've also done them with pictures that people have sent in. And we've had Skype, you know, readings after they sent the picture. That, but that's a really cool concept that I learned actually um, at Swehav, which is the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts in the uh, Tempe, Arizona area. It's just a really cool place. And, you know, here's the something. 
that I really, I've expanded into really understanding, Jerry. Most people's hometowns, the inner cities, they're just, they're just prisons with roads through Because people want to stay comfortable. Yes. And that, that's, that's true. People and see, how are, you know, we live in a world of everything we know. How is everything we know our biggest limitation, Jerry? And our limiting beliefs. Now, rephrase that question again, Robert. I'm not sure I understood the beginning part of it, please. How is everything a person knows actually their limitations and their comfort zone, and that's how they live their life, through everything they know, rather than through the newness that comes in there and understand where they're at in life? Well, part of it, from my perspective, sometimes, Robert, people continue to go on the way that they're going on because they don't know anything any differently and they don't want to. And they, they're just, they're kind of just caught up in the, you know, letting the status quo, keeping things the way that they are. What's happening is that more and more people that I'm interacting with are starting to wake up. They're starting to realize that they don't want to live like that any longer. And and what happens, Robert, as we start waking up and we start going further along on our spiritual journey, we also have a vibration energetically. And and so we can be start being attracted to people's vibration that are vibrating at the same level we are. And and we kinda like sometimes we'll change our friends or change Sometimes we change family members because we don't resonate with them any longer. And we're, we're on a path and they're choosing to stay in the status quo. It doesn't mean we don't like them, we don't love them. It just means we don't have anything in common with them any longer because we're on a spiritual awakening path and they're just kind of like, okay, this is all there is, which we know that that's not true. And that's very true, but people want to stay... Now, Jerry, if somebody was cho- chosen to come and, and and enjoy your support and all your stuff, where would they? Where would their path? Uh, where would their path of prosperity allow them to go? Where would their path of prosperity allow them to go? Yeah, I mean, when they well, you support them, get them through it. It's, I call it. A, I ain't on a journey. I'm on a path of prosperity. Well. And, and that has various answers. It, it also depends on where they are in their own spiritual journey. But the reality is that we can help people remove limiting beliefs around abundance, soulmates, family relations, just about anything you can name. But the re, but you have to be willing. The big key that I'm learning to share with people is you have to be willing to do something different. Because if you're not willing to do something different, things aren't going to change. And, and that's true. I just call it, you got to let go of what you know, expand out of what, all doubt, and expand into the desired desire to energize your life. Yes, and, I agree with that. And, and see, I use the word, I have to be honest with you, Jerry, I don't use the words change, heal, create, or transformation. I use expand, energize, okay. and experience, so I'm going to apologize for that now because 
that, that's, that's the reason I use expand all the time. But when people choose to expand their life and are willing to let go, where do you feel they can go in life? I feel people can honestly, Robert, do anything they want to do when they realize that they can do they can do it, period. Because what happens is once we get out of our own way and we can and we can see the potential in front of us, it's it's always there, but we're blinded by it because we're we get stuck in life. We're just blinded by our own night, aren't we? <laughs> there you go. It just comes to me. It just comes to me, Gary, and I had to say it. <laughs> and it and it's, and it's so funny because one of the things that I've been learning to do is by shining my light, my example. I'm hoping, I already know, that I'm helping other people to do the same thing. Because, you know, I I didn't start in a great supportive, loving environment, but I learned how to create a a loving and supporting environment for my own personal children and the children that I worked with in the school district. And, And that was, I knew there had to be more than what I had as a little kid. Somehow as a little kid, I'm like, okay, I know there's got to be more to this. Now you said something I have to really ask you. You said you grew up in an unsupportive place, but how did that un- that the lack of support in your childhood actually allow you to understand how to support others? Because at a at a very young age, I knew that I was meant to do more than what I saw growing up around me, and I also knew that. My I I grew up with an alcoholic father, and I and my mom was in a very legalistic religion, and and I was the youngest of seven children, and my parents were in their forties when I was born, and so I literally grew up with good and evil, black and white or whatever, and somehow I was because of the extremes of the situation I grew up in, I was able to find a balance. I was able to know there was a middle road as a very young kid. And I knew that I could take all of the experiences that I dealt with and learn more about them. And like with the alcoholism, I ended up taking lots of classes to learn more about that. My very first class, I remember, was actually taught at the the middle school I was working at as a teacher. And it was our first night of class. And the professor said, okay, we're going to look um, at your own use, and we're going to look at your family's use. And and he said something else, and I raised my hand, and I said, I'm here to help my students. He goes, you can't help your students until you look at your own use and you look at your environment that you came out of. And that was another huge turning point for me. And what happened is I ended up, taking so many classes that I actually left the school that I was teaching at and went down to the district drug alcohol program, and I be, later became a drug alcohol counselor, and I was, I was teaching children how to deal with those issues in my school building, and then I went to teach teachers how to teach their own kids in their own buildings. So I took all these experiences that I had as, that were – you know, not great experiences, and I learned from them and turned it around to how I could help other people. 
So the unsupport actually turned into the support of to support the world. And I, I and my hat's off to you. Jerry, we've run out of time and the website is drjerryeddington.com. You can go on there. There's unlimited resources for you to expand your life and open up your resolve to live a new life. And Jerry, I'm going to give the people some wisdom and I'm going to close out the show. Thank you so much and it's been wonderful talking to you, Robert. Okay, what's your wisdom to live by for the next week? Remember that your soul knows the truth. <laughs> Boy, that, that's a subject. And if you don't tell the truth, it will for you? <laughs> um, it, it knows the truth. And if you're authentic, then it, it, you will go far by just listening to the truth of your soul. <laughs> and it will enlighten you another way, won't it? <laughs> and many and many, many levels in many, many ways. <laughs> I can relate to that statement. <laughs> and you know, let me ask you this. The sooner you admit your challenges or whatever's down there, the soul becomes freer quicker, doesn't it? The soul becomes freer, is that what you said? Yeah, so when you admit things that you're trying to hide, the soul becomes freer quicker. Exactly. And once you're ready to admit some of those things, then things will start falling into place for you to move on your journey. Once you're willing to admit, okay, this isn't working for me, I need to do something different. And anyway, I want to thank you, Jerry, and all the listeners, and... And it's drjerryeddington.com is the website. Jerry, I wish you many. Thank you for being here and all the listeners. And I'm going to say good night and close out the show. And we'll talk to you later, Jerry. Good night, Robert. Good night. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! On Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.